You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This portion of The Ride with Royce today is brought to you by MetaFast Weight Control Centers. Harrigan tried to uh, do this this morning. He tried to have a mock uh, mock uh, schedule. Uh, stole uh, stole Chris Reaver. It's not a bit. This is serious journalism. Right. Yes. This is what We're I do doing here. This is what you do. You mock and does Randy doesn't do mock schedules, does he? He just no. He mock. sticks to he's what he knows. Bit. He knows he's best. Still, he just does seven rounds of the yes. NFL draft. They mock uh, the mock draft and but, making uh, sure that there's enough clamato in the bloody yes, right. Yes, but uh, the uh, mock schedule for the Vikings uh, tonight's the night. Uh, I guess on about three or four different networks you can find the NFL schedules. You can't swing a dead now, cat without hitting now, the channel. No, <laughs> there have been some of the schedules being leaked, but Reavers puts himself in an isolation and comes up with this independently. Mm-hmm. And uh, here is, starting with game one, opening week, the Reavers mock draft, at least the third annual. Last year it was, I think it won the national prize for most accurate individual team and there's a lot of schedule there's a lot of things you have to take into account how the nfl sees particular matchups especially early in the year when they might you know want to schedule those divisional opponents but Mm -hmm. most importantly you've got to figure in when are we going to get those prime time games yes with so many different thursday night sunday night and monday night matchups and it's difficult when the team is coming off a fantastic season like the vikings did and have obtained the number one free agent they are one of the sexy teams they are a hot they commodity are one of the sexy teams they're yes. one of the pop Top five or six sexiest teams in the NFL, which means lots of prime time. So So, uh, here we go. Here we go, people. It's Reaver's Mock Schedule 1.0 because only true mockers need to do it once. Yes. Week one, the Vikings will open up at home against the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Who do you like, Manny? I'll take the Vikings at home to win that against, one, but it'll be uh, very close. Garoppolo, Garoppolo has never lost, and is a 49ers starter. He's never have lost to lose as a, a starter, right? He didn't no, he's, lose he's never England lost. Either. Yeah, he's never lost as a starter. So, okay. yeah, I'll take the Vikings at home winning in a very, very close one. But it may have to be a game where the Vikings actually come back and win because I think the Niners are going to be really uh, good. I will take the Vikings at home because I think the San Francisco run at the end was based more on, uh, you know, the 
late season and playing the right teams. The, the Vikings, yeah, I'm with you guys. The Vikings will win, and I won't be shocked if this is actually a playoff preview. Playoff oh, preview. Okay. Week two, the Vikings will... Now, tra- are you telling us if these these are all Sunday unless otherwise stated? Unless right? otherwise stated, yes, yes absolutely. Okay. Week two, the Vikings will travel to Green Bay, Wisconsin to take on the Packers in what will be... A Sunday night matchup, Ooh, week yes. two at Green Bay. Uh, I will the take the team that injured. How many times will we see oh, Anthony yeah. Barr injuring Aaron Rodgers before that game? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead, Manny. Who do you like? Oh, I like Green Bay. That'll be okay, if yep. Rodgers is playing, which I think we all assume and, he and will especially be. Especially now will that we, now that the dissension rumors are. Be fueling all everybody in Minnesota happy beyond belief that Aaron's having trouble with the Packer administration. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with Manny. I think the I think the Packers win this game. It's a close game, but I think the Packers come. And I and, and I'll even game. I'll even add a hot take to this. This will be the Packers will be coming off a season opening loss. Wow! And everybody and everybody will be wondering what's wrong with them. They and then open with the Bears, I believe. I saw. Oh, well, yeah, the there Bears. you go. If, there, if there's a time where they're going to lose to the Bears, it'll be early in the season. Okay, week three. Week three, the Vikings return home, and they will play their first AFC East opponent in the Miami Dolphins. Uh, name the score. Yeah, I, the Vikings win handily. Vikings win handily in this yep. contest. Yes, I yep. agree. I had the Vikings uh, beating Green Bay, too, right? Did yes. you? Yes, okay. I got the Vikings beating Green Bay. So you got so I got them three zero. Three zero. Week four. How about you? Who oh. you got? Uh, everybody's. Yeah, got we're, all yeah, we're, all, yeah, we're, we're all taking. We're all taking the Vikings. Yeah. Miami. Week four, the Vikings go on the road again in another nationally televised game. They will take on the Los Angeles Rams in a Thursday night Ooh, matchup Thursday. in L.A. Okay. This was a huge battle of the two top NFC okay. teams. I. I think I'm going to have to take the Rams in this uh, one. How about you, Manny? Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams. I think the Rams with that defensive line of Sue, put it, putting him next to Aaron Donald, that's yeah. going to be uh, pretty lethal I on think grass the, uh, for the I Vikings. think the losses I'm trying to find for the Vikings are when the other team has a really good defensive line because they're, they're, they're going to have a mediocre offensive line again. So yeah. So I got the Rams. How about you? Reavers yeah, I'm, take, I'm yeah, taking all, the Rams. We all right. got the Rams. All right. right, we're already up to week five week- here on the Reavers mock schedule. Week five, the Vikings go back to the House of Horrors and take on the Philadelphia Eagles in a rematch of the NFC title game, and they will have revenge. The Vikings will beat the Eagles so in week five. So you're mocking out that the Vikings will have to play the Rams and then go across country mm-hmm. to play Philadelphia in back-to-back weeks. And that would be the kind of evidence we need that the NFL is still trying to hose us. And I will say this. I don't think this will be a night game, but I think this will be like the Fox afternoon so game of the week. Yeah. Okay. And, and by the way, the Rams, remember, was the Thursday night game, so they're going to get a couple extra days for preparations for the Eagles in week five. Well, in very uh, strange fashion, what the Eagles have invested in again in this offseason is beefing up the defensive line. Mm-hmm. So I like the Eagles. Yeah, I like Philadelphia too. Carson Wentz will be 100%. And ahead. yeah, I'd probably, and people will, I think what's going to happen too is going into this game, people will play up the, you know, John DeFilippo. He knows, well, DeFilippo, you know, he knows the Eagles, you know, yeah. he knows the Eagles, and that'll give the Vikings an advantage. No, it's in Philadelphia. The Eagles will win. 
Week six, the Vikings come back home to play the Detroit Lions and give uh, the the team that gave the Vikings their only home loss last year. Who's the Detroit coach now? They hired they uh, your guy Patricia from New Orleans or uh, New England. New England, yeah. Well, I, Vikings win. I here. lost all my faith in him after watching the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like the Vikings. Mike Vikings Zimmer. won't lose at home. I don't think. Mike Zimmer is like the only Vikings coach I can think of that struggles against the Detroit Lions. What is what is going on? I don't understand it. But the Vikings will win at home. Finally, win at home against Detroit. All right. Week seven, the Vikings go on the road again to take on the New York Jets. Again, it's a game of name your score. The Vikings will pound Teddy Bridgewater, Who's whoever they draft. I don't think Teddy will be playing. No, he Teddy won't be might playing. be playing though. But they, they did. They playing. kept Josh McCown. They'll most likely draft a quarterback at three overall. The Jets, they'll be rebuilding, by, but by, they aren't as good as the Purple. And by week seven, the rookie will probably be playing. Right? Most if likely. They draft one that high. Yep. I got a hot take. I think Teddy will play in that game. All right. Okay. Who wins? The, but the Vikings will win. Okay. Yes. Uh, week number eight. This when will, are we going to have a bye? We want a bye. Don't interrupt the mocker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> week number eight. The Vikings play. Yet again on nationally tele on national television, they host the New Orleans Saints on Sunday Night Football, a rematch of the best game of last year's postseason. Mm-hmm. Vikings win against the Saints. How about you, Manny? I'll take the Vikings at home against the Saints. Yeah, I will too. I think the Saints uh, gave their best effort up here uh, last year and managed to urinate it away in amazing fashion. Uh, week nine will be the Vikings' bye week, so according to my words, mock the schedule. The NFL has given us the bye exactly where we would prefer to have Absolutely. it. Absolutely, right, right in the middle, in the of, the middle of the schedule. Week ten, so the, maybe oh, they aren't out to hose us. Right. <laughs> week number ten, according to the Chris Reavers mock schedule 1.0, the Vikings stay home to take on Sam Bradford and the Arizona Cardinals. He will make his return to the Ziggy if he isn't hurt by then. Vikings win in a laugher. Uh, he will be hurt, and the Vikings will win, yes. Who's their coach? Uh, they hired the defensive coordinator from Carolina, yes. whose name is escaping yeah, me at this point. Yeah, his name is escaping mm-hmm. me, too. Yeah. Yeah. I assume you, Manny, you, you got, got him winning, I assume? Yes, okay. but I think it'll be kind of close. I think Bradford will be healthy, and I think he'll play fairly well, but the Vikings will win. Week 11, the Vikings go to Chicago to take on the Bears, and they always give the Vikings a game in Soldier Field, but I think the Purple beat them in Chicago. Me too. I think the Bears stink. They do stink. But Who is their coach now? They fired Fox. They got the guy, Matt Nagel, the guy Matt, from Matt Kansas. Nagy. Oh, yeah. Or Nagy. I'm sorry. Offensive Matt Nagy. coordinator from the, from the Chiefs. Right? Chiefs, yeah. Matt Nagel used to be a DJ. He's, a, he's supposed to fix Trubisky, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, I don't. Quite frankly, I disagree with both you guys. You it's think they're going to lose? When has it ever mattered if the Bears were good or not? <laughs> I know, the, I know. When the Vikings go to Soldier Field. They no, almost the Vikings, lost last year. Right. The Vikings <laughs> will lose that game at Soldier Field in Chicago, and I think Trubisky will actually play really, really well. Uh, week thir- or excuse me, week 12, the Vikings come back home. They face a divisional opponent to take on the Green Bay Packers, and I won't be surprised if this matchup is moved to Thanksgiving night. Ooh. Vikings beat the Packers at U.S. Bank Stadium. I agree. Uh, Vikings beat them, yeah. Uh, week 13. This could be a Super Bowl preview. The Vikings head to Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots. Vikings lose this game. Uh, I'll give this to you. By then, New England will be an also-ran, and the Vikings will beat them. Wow. I'm it's with over. It is over. It I'm is with- over. 
I'm with Pat. I think this is a game that the Vic- that nobody gives the Vikings a real shot to win, and they go in and shock everybody and win the game. I'm, I'm with Pat. Week 14, the Vikings stay on the road, go cross-country to take on the rebuilding Seattle Seahawks. Vikings win this game. I agree. Uh, I'm going to give you uh, the Russ Wilson victory. Okay. I'm going to give you a Russ Wilson win, even though the Seahawks have dumped a lot of players. Week 15, the game I'm looking forward to. I'm circling this one on the calendar. Ladies and gentlemen, watch out. The Bills Mafia is coming to town. Week 15. (laughs) Hide your folding tables. Hide the women and children. But the Vikings beat my Buffalo Bills. Uh, Yeah, I don't have the Vikings losing at home, so i got to have them winning that one. How about you, Manny? Yep, I got the Vikings beating the Bills there. Two, uh, Two to go here. Week 16, the Vikings go to the Detroit Lions, for their first non-Thanksgiving visit to Motown in three years. Vikings beat Detroit. I I agree. So do I. And week 17 for the third straight. traditional Chicago comes up here. The Vikings play the Bears to close out the home and regular season schedule. I have them going with a win and finishing 13-3. and I think, what do I got them at? I think I got them 14-2. and uh, we'll have to we'll have to add this up and uh, come back later. Okay, we'll uh, we'll come back later. Mr. Roycey? yes, we have a concession on Twitter. All right, let's go. From at Dave Harrigan. Okay, got to be honest, Reavers. That sounded like a pretty strong mock. Well done. <laughs> pretty mock, strong mock schedule. Now you do have the advantage of uh, several hours in advance. True, you but can work on it a little longer in the day. Us professional mockers, we use that to our advantage. Yes, well, you should, you should. But uh, you know, I I don't think there's any doubt who's the king of the mock. In, yeah, uh, the king of the mock yeah. schedule. Randy, of course, is the oh. king of the mock draft. I, you know, and we, you know, the NFL draft is a week from tonight. I I want to know because whenever Mackie and Judd have Randy on for the seven round mock, mm-hmm. I don't care what you're doing, folks. Yes, I don't care if it's a birthday party. You now, set everything now, down. We, we basically do the seven, and we just cut in every once in a while to see what where Randy is on it. And <laughs> Randy, all, he nails it. He yeah. knows guys from SMU that you've never even heard okay. of before. Uh, by the way, sports person of the day, what do we got here? What do we got? That's here? right. I forgot. I got mm-hmm. carried away with the mock excitement. Here we go. And now, Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day. Now to Green off the pick. Another three. Another make for Gerald Green. Rubbed off the screen, caught the ball, rose up, and tickled the twine again. <laughs> Reza drives the lane, goes right-hand corner. Gerald Green squeezes off a three. Got it! Gerald Green! 12 here in the second quarter. 16 in a row for Houston. And they lead 46-30. to 30. Uh, you don't get to hear tickle the twine too often anymore. That used to be a very that not only was a great cliche for announcers, you'd read that in the pa- in the newspaper once in a while that a guy tickled the twine for twenty two or something like that. So the much traveled Gerald Green, yes, who uh, the uh, Timberwolves actually invited to kind of a tryout uh, before the season, tryout of free agents, and uh, and gave him no encouragement apparently. Uh, and he ended up signing with Houston. Well, he made four of their eight threes in the second period as they, they turned the game around completely and blew out the Timberwolves right there. 
And uh, James Harden went two for 18, (laughs) which should get you beat, right? When your best player gets two for 18. Except Gerald Green gets a career playoff high of 21. And despite that god-awful haircut of his, he was making threes <laughs> from all over the place, Has had 21. Of course, we know Gerald from around here because he was part of the Kevin Garnett trade. Drafted out of high school by the Celtics. They thought he was going to be a big-time player. 18th overall pick. And uh, here's, here's his itinerary. Boston, uh, he played in 32 games as a high school kid first year 2005 Mm -hmm. six so they weren't using them a lot next year played 81 games started 26 uh average average 10.4 played 22 minutes then he ended up with the timberwolves they only played him in 29 games uh he was uh did he get hurt that year what the hell no no they cut him they released him because his agent was i think his agent complained uh, here's uh uh, Green found himself stuck on the bench behind a number of players at his same position. This was not with uh, Tibbs coaching, by the way. We can't blame Tibbs for this one. That's right. This was uh, uh, Randy in early Whitman. January 2008. Green's, Green's agent asked the Timberwolves to trade him. Uh, they didn't find a big market for him, and uh, he ended up in the dunk contest. But on February 21, uh, the the uh, Timberwolves traded him February 21, 2008 to the Rockets. Okay, so and guess who they got in return? Kirk Snyder. Remember <laughs> Kirk Snyder? They got Kirk Snyder. Yep. And uh, a second round 2010 draft pick, which the con <laughs> man had to trade. They drafted a 30 year old from Israel who was illegal or some damn thing. <laughs> So anyway, uh, he only he only played 29 games here. He only played one in Houston in that year. Then the next year he goes to Dallas. Uh, he only played 38 games, uh, and then he was uh, playing uh, playing over in Europe somewhere. Yeah, I think for a couple foreign, years. He played in okay, Lokomotiv Kuban, one year and Krasny. Krillia the next year. That sounds like a Russian. And the Foshan Dralions another year. And in 2011-12, he was with the Los Angeles Defenders. So he was basically out of the league for four years. Uh, Finally ended up uh, back uh, with New Jersey, Indiana, Phoenix. Phoenix had him for two years. That's amazing. Miami, Boston, and now he finally... At age 32, is he 32? Yes, age 32 32 has uh, found a home as another one of the endless number of three-point shooters with the Houston Rockets. And uh, this year, uh, you know, he's had a a guy they play. Houston comes off the bench. And I remember, Pat, when he was with Phoenix a few years ago. That was the Adelman's last year when the Mm -hmm. Wolves had, you know, kind of the dissension in the locker room and Adelman was kind of out for most of the year with his wife not being healthy and everything. And Phoenix had came in and the Wolves had blew like a six point lead with like a minute to go. And Gerald Green was a catalyst in that that comeback and he hit like a big three in the corner to like ice the game or whatever. So, well, and he got his revenge. And he uh, yesterday uh, was uh, last night after uh, he ripped them up. He said uh, that uh, he had uh, talked to the Timberwolves and he never heard. He uh, he said that he that came up for the spent a little time with the Timberwolves uh, trying out and never heard from him again. So, 
Some people, even though they went all year with the uh, opening on the roster, he never got uh, back here. I know. But, uh, he was a wing player that could shoot threes in that. I always thought he was a jumper, and then he ended up becoming a three-point shooter. He yeah. turned out to be a good bench player, but uh, oh well. 12 points a game this year for the Rockets. Yes, you yeah. go. And, you know, some nights he plays four minutes, and some nights they say, okay, yeah. this guy's not making threes. This guy's not making threes. This guy's not making threes. But unfortunately, we got three more guys who can try. Right. And Green comes in and makes a couple, and uh, he ends up uh, being the catalyst along with Chris Paul for an easy victory for a Houston team. The the scary thing about this Houston team is they actually play some defense now. Yes. Unlike they have guys the Phoenix who play defense team, now. I, I, uh, D'Antoni, uh, when he was in Phoenix, I heard Phil talking about it today, but that team didn't didn't try to play defense. They no, just tried they to outscore These you. Guys, this, this team actually and guard PJ you. Tucker and Capella and those guys, they they'll they'll guard you. Yes, and uh, you know Harden lets you drive by, but then he'll double team if uh, you get in trouble. Yep. So he'll come over. And Chris slap Paul, the ball Chris away. Paul will play defense too for us. Yeah, he blocked one shot last night, and they said, "Oh, and they say James Harden doesn't play defense." Well, yes, we do say that. <laughs> yes, exactly, <laughs> and it's true. Yes, I'm getting some feedback from those on the. Inter- Webs and the social medias about yours. There's no way the Vikings are gonna. <laughs> hey, leave the mocking to us. No, what, way, what, no what way they're gonna what? Well, they're what they're very upset that uh, they wouldn't play that number of road games to start off the oh season. You know things like that. Good grief. We're already uh-huh. getting screwed based upon the mock. Well, I'm a little frightened, but I came up with 14 and two. I have the two game losing streak. That's the only losses I have. You're such a panderer. I am. I got them at twelve and four and winning their last. I got them at twelve and four and winning their last six games. Boy, but if they go fourteen and two, this choke is really going to make people feel bad. I knew you couldn't resist. I knew you couldn't resist when they puke right here in the home arena against the Philadelphia Eagles. They're going to puke again. We know that. Hey, let's or. We want him. We don't want him to win the wait, Super Bowl. Wait, wait, we don't wait. want to lose our mystique. Wait a minute. Even better. They go 14 and 2, or in my calculations, 13 and 3. They host the Atlanta Falcons, who are attempting to bring it home because the Super Bowl oh, is in Georgia yeah. this year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that Falcons team that much. I don't I don't know what I I don't like them that much. Yeah, that twenty eight to three lead in the Super Bowl a year ago didn't do much know. for you. I don't like them that much. <laughs> I uh this is a really good team. I uh yeah. I, I think it's uh the best Viking team since ninety eight and certainly got a much better defense in ninety eight, but uh Huh? We knows? shall see. Yeah, they aren't going to the Super Bowl. I mean, let's face it, that's that's a given. No matter how good they are, they're not going to the Super Bowl. They're not going to the Super Bowl. No chance. All right. Proving once again today, Johnny Height, that guests are overrated. Here is uh, Johnny Height. Unless it's Tom Kelly, Tim Kirkjian, yeah. Buster Olney, uh, Jim, Cott, Jim Cott, or uh, yeah. any of our football Herm. guys, or Herm, or all did, those. did I miss our guy, TK, this week? Was he sure did. He was very worried he about was, you when I called him. He was. He was. Where's Manny? Where's Manny? I had to warn him when I called him Monday night that Manny will not be your guy. You're going to have to deal with Reavers. <laughs> and then he asked if I was going to ask him another question. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Patrick's, Patrick's already let him go and release him. He goes, oh, doesn't uh, Reavers got something for me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. This update sponsored by KFC. KFC's $20 Phillips will feed a family of four with eight pieces of delicious Kentucky Fried Chicken, two sides of taters and gravy, coleslaw, and four flaky... Taters. I love taters. Four flaky biscuits for just $20. Stop into KFC and treat yourselves to a $20 fill-up. KFC, it's finger-licking good. Uh, Twins with the day off. Uh, They're doing some traveling. They're going to Tampa Bay to play a three-game series there over the weekend. Uh, Then they'll move on to New York to play the Yankees in a four game series before returning back home to play the Reds, who fired their manager today, by the way. Yes. And three and he, 15 what? start. He survived. He survived when, what was the big incident he had? Didn't he have a big incident early last year? Nobody thought he He had that tirade again. Yeah. Or was oh, that two that's years right. No, that was last year. Against the yeah. media, right? Yeah. yeah. He went nuts. He went crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they fired him this morning. You're going to fire him April 19th. Yeah, but they're three and 15. Three and 15. Yeah. It was him and like the pitching coach or something yep. too, wasn't it? Yeah. That they fired, yeah. Yep. Riggleman, uh, <laughs> Riggleman's got to be what sixty-five, sixty. How old's Riggleman? I'll look it up right He's now. Got to be up there. But that's the second most infamous manager tirade in Cincinnati Reds history, <laughs> behind when Pinella and Rob Dibble almost killed each other in the uh-huh. clubhouse. <laughs> uh, the official NFL schedule will be announced tonight at seven o'clock. Although Mr. Reavers has already given it to us, mm-hmm. uh, uh, according to him, and this is what pretty much all the sources are saying: they'll open against the 49ers go to Philadelphia in week five instead of week one, as some folks uh, thought up to that point. What did you guys have, Matt? 13-3, 14-2? I got them 14-2. I got them at 12-4. and four. I, I got them on a two-game losing streak in games four and five, but they don't, you know. I, I got them sweeping your Packers, which is probably a mistake. Yeah. Jim Riggleman is 65, by the way. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Wolves now up against it. They lost to Houston by 20 last night. They will play again Saturday here at the Target Center. Uh, one other NBA note, barring a setback in pregame warm-ups, Philadelphia 76ers center Joel Embiid will, uh, has been... MB. John, John. Embiid, John. Joel Embiid. Embiid. What did I say? Close enough, John. Don't worry about it. Okay, <laughs> well, I, no, <laughs> I, I knew that, so that kind of frightens me. Not really, T. Yeah, see, that's... Chai Chai Rodriguez. Makes me think maybe I'm losing it. Ante de Kumpo. Yeah. Ante Kumpo. He's yeah. been cleared to play in tonight's game, game three of their first round playoff series against the Heat. They uh, he somehow managed to lose that second game to a very ordinary Miami team. And Dwayne Wade had a flashback yes, game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be wearing a really funny-looking mask, though. Mm-hmm. A mixture of carbon fiber mixed with polycarbonate. Ooh. Also like the Hannibal Willie Burton, Lecter, but dark? Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal, exactly. Like okay. a Hannibal Lecter-looking uh, thing. Uh, Big Ten released the men's and women's conference basketball schedules for 2018-19 today. The Gopher men's will feature 20 games, including 10 at home, 10 on the road. Seven opponents they'll face twice, including Wisconsin. Dates and times will all be announced at a later date. Uh, I saw that Sid had in his column that Coyle and uh, Patino are trying to get a big-time opponent for U.S. Bank Stadium to do kind of a preview of the uh, Final Four. Final Four, yeah. Oh. Well, uh, one other uh, sort of NBA note, uh, Scotty Pippen. Somebody How about Louisville? How about Duke? Louisville. How about Duke, Duke? Patrick? Yeah, you You'd go. love that, wouldn't you? Loser pays off what uh, Rick Pitino is on. Ooh, yeah. That's not bad. That's <laughs> not bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Authorities in rural Arkansas are investigating somebody stole uh, two pieces of farm equipment from Scotty Pippen. I saw that. <laughs> worth 50 grand. I didn't know Scotty was a farmer. I didn't either. Uh-huh. Investigator Mark Griever of the Ashley County Sheriff's Office said two tractors were taken from the farm. 
uh, in Hamburg, about 110 miles southeast of Little Rock. According to the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Pippin's family is offering a $2,500 reward for info. Uh, Griever says Pippin owns a livestock farm with his brother. He now lives in Florida. He's a native of that area. He, of course, won six titles alongside Michael Jordan with the Bulls. Meanest thing I ever saw in basketball was when Tony Kukoc was going to play. Was that the Goodwill Games? Uh, going to play against the Bulls. Jerry Krause was bringing Tony Kukoc in, and he thought he was mm-hmm. going to star. And Pippen guarded him and wouldn't <laughs> let him touch the basketball. I mean, he was a, he was seven inches away from him the whole time. And then he'd take a break, and then Michael... Was that in the Olympics? And then Michael Jordan would guard him for a while. I think that they, was the Olympics. Was, they that, never was that Barcelona 92? Yeah, yeah, they never let him touch the ball. Oh, it was, it was brutal. It was brutal. I just My favorite Pippen moment was when Phil Jackson let Tony Kukoc hit the game-winning shot against the Knicks in the playoffs in 94, and Scotty walked off because Scotty was not happy about yeah, that. Yeah, right. He yeah. wanted to hit the game one. Yep, yeah. he did. Uh, across the border, uh, Chris Kleiman, whose teams are 54-6 and six since he took over at North Dakota State, he's been given an, an extension. Two years. His deal now with NDSU goes through the 2020. That is a very season. elite record, Johnny. 54-6. 54 54 and and that is as elite as it gets right there, man. Tough to beat that. Yes, it is. They are the defending football championship subdivision in Division One, and they won titles in 2014 and 15 with him coaching. Also, and they I eat typical conversations that. for breakfast. <laughs> uh, don't start. All right, John. Thank you. You bet. This is the ride with Roycey. Makes you happier, healthier, more intelligent, and honest, according to new oh, research. Roycey, you're in luck. I wouldn't argue with that. <laughs> On 1500 ESPN. The ride with Roycey now continues. Offense. He was giving them the business. It's time for Late Hits. One of the great characters in Minnesota golf uh, passed away on the 13th of April, and I missed it. I love this character, Freddie Booz, who uh, ran basically the, the uh, Grandview uh, Lodge up in Brainerd. He was, uh, well, you know, one of the big three up there, uh, Dutch. Dutch is playing, And yeah. uh, Brian Thuringer and uh, Freddie. Now, Mark Ronnie has ran the place for years, but Freddie's the guy. Didn't we the, have him on a couple of years ago? I Freddie? don't know if we had. We might have had Freddie on. But uh, Freddie's, the Cote family, C-O-T-E, uh, started Grandview Lodge. Sure, it's okay. way back. Yep. And uh, Brownie Cote, I believe his name was. And... Freddie married his daughter, Mary. Okay. And uh, so for years, but, you know, the resort business up there was always fishing, you know, and family fun and fishing in the beach. And Freddie had the where the uh, foresight, eh, late 70s, early 80s, say, we got to get golf going up here because the fishing, people aren't fishing anymore. You know, mm-hmm. the yeah. family's not coming up for two weeks in August to go fishing and stand on a lake. We got to get the golf going. He started the Pines. Uh, they built 27 holes at the Pines, and they also bought the Preserve. But that started it. Then Madden's built their big league uh, classic golf course. They'd, they'd had golf, but it was more 
resort golf. You know, it was more resort golf courses. These were real golf courses, the Pines. Okay. And then, of course, uh, across the lake, Dutch build, 36 great holes, championship holes. I, I would say it was, he started championship golf up there. And the idea that the way we're going to continue to succeed up here is, yeah, we're going to get the families and we're going to get that, but we're going to get the guys and the gals that come up on a weekend they come up for four days and play golf, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And uh, Freddie was the guy, uh, but he was a great character. I used to get long letters from him. Uh, he and he, he all, they also had a place in Florida. They they owned something in Florida, and they had a place in Florida, and you'd get those letters. But Freddie, I'd get three or four letters a year. Wonderful penmanship, but I knew it was from Freddie from a mile away because big sprawling penmanship. But pointing out. What I had said correctly about local sports, <laughs> but more often what I had said incorrectly about local sports. But uh, I got to be buddies with him, and he invited me up one year to be the, the Fred Mark Tournament is kind of the kickoff of golf up there. Sure. It's in May, but it's named after uh, Fred and Mark Ronnie, the Fred Mark. And they get real good players. You know, Alyssa Heron would always, Freddie would always get Alyssa. And then he'd have her play from the woman's tee, mm -hmm. and she'd hit the ball because he was in it to win it. And one year he put me in his foursome, and he was the most depressed guy you've ever. <laughs> I mean, I, we remained friends, but I was never invited back because <laughs> Freddie finished like sixth when he usually was either first or second every year because he could still putt. He was in his 80s, but uh, a, a great character. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, they, they're not going to have the, uh, memorial service until, uh, sometime in June, but I'll have to get up there for that. Cause there will be some stories. Oh, told. I can only yeah, imagine. I and bet. you know, that resort life of that era yep. involved just having a couple of toddies before dinner, right? <laughs> Freddie, he'd have a couple of toddies before dinner. Yes, he was, he was, but, uh, just a great character. That, and, a, and a good player. And good you know player. what? To be honest, that is one of the most underrated parts, not only of the state, but my God, it's just fantastic going up, up there. there. Yeah. It oh, is. God. And Dutch is, uh, Dutch is, uh, you know, the, I mean, Jack, I think it was Jack Madden who was the, the guy who was at the same time as Freddie and now Brian, then Brian Thurger started running it. And Madden's has done fantastic work. But uh, of the of the old time guys, Dutch the only one left now. So. Really. Uh, and he's still at uh, still at Craigans, of course. And, and uh, Rook almost, you know, he almost met his fate yeah, when yeah. Rook almost killed him. Yeah, Dutch almost. Uh, the, the, the we debuted the uh, the, the new golf course. Uh, they we were up there for the debut of the new golf course, and Rook winds her up and hits the rock out in front of the tee, and it comes flying back, and we're all comes flying back, and we're all diving for cover, and Dutch doesn't see it coming, and it whizzes by his head, and he misses him by about a oh foot. And, and Rook's second shot is, uh, oh, about 60 yards behind the tee box, and and we all said, yeah, why don't you just hit another one? Just tear up again, son. Then we all went and hid behind trees. <laughs> but he just hit a screaming liner into the rock, and it turned around and came oh, flying back God, at us. I love that story. But, uh, oh. you know, it, it is funny that how golf is a, uh, you know, this game. I've, I've always 
been in that camaraderie of it and didn't give a damn. But seeing Fred Pout was kind of fun. Because <laughs> he end up getting stuck with me. And I even Alyssa couldn't save Couldn't save drag you guys. No. Uh, that was a, by the way, one guy we should mention who was pretty good last night. LeBron James, yes, 20 indeed. points in the first quarter, mm-hmm. and was uh, he wanted to win that game. He wanted to show the Pacers. And by the way, Aladipo had a shot in the air to tie the game in the last minute, so yeah. LeBron was magnificent, and Cleveland still almost lost the damn thing. Cleveland is not a cinch to come out okay. of the East, guys. But don't you guys get the, I mean, in this particular series, you just kind of got the impression after game one that, okay, LeBron's going to turn it on now. But, yeah, uh, I think he shouldn't have series. to work that hard, do uh, No, and I, I think they'll hard. win this series, but I don't think they're a cinch to get out of the East because Toronto's really good. And No, I don't, think they're, I don't think they're going to get out of the East. Philadelphia's going to be a handful when Embiid come back. One last thing. Magician David Copperfield has been forced to reveal the secret of one of his signature tricks after being sued by an injured British audience member. Gavin Gavin Cox from Kent claims he suffered lasting brain and body injuries after agreeing to take part in the lucky number 13 illusion in 2013. Uh, The 57-year-old and 12 other volunteers were taking part in an illusion in which they appeared to vanish on stage before reemerging later at the back of the theater. Uh Uh, Mr. Cox claims he was injured when he was hurried with no guidance or instruction through a dark area under construction with cement dust and debris causing him to slip and fall. So apparently when he volunteered, he thought he actually made you disappear and then you came back. So. Anyway, David's got to tell them how they did He's it. He's got some splitting. It sounds to do. like they had a hole and they put all the guys down there and they ran through it. And then they came up at the other end, Big right? Trap door, right. yeah. That's the way it sounds to me. Yeah, but, sounds uh, like it. Anyway, uh, this guy says he's been injured now for uh, four or five years. So I don't think David should have to give up his secrets, man. Just pay the guy, okay? We'll be back. Manny Hill, what do you got? My daily complaint is that I'm back from the cruise. Oh, that's a good complaint. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. No, it was uh, it was it was a good time, and uh, I'm I'm glad to be back with you. My, guys, uh, I'm gonna throw my daily complaint in there before Reavers. My daily complaint is you, Reavers's <laughs> mock schedule is taking all the excitement out of going home and watching the NFL schedule. <laughs> That's true. But You've taken all the excitement out of it with your now, accuracy, with your noted accuracy. It's now then time for you to go out and enjoy the weather. You don't have to waste your time with the two-hour mock, mock special on whatever various That's outlets right. that it's being how, broadcast. I've never watched the mock special because there's no need to, as you point out, but how do we decide? Do we do it alphabetical? Do we do it in draft order? I think order? we do it week by by week. Oh, so, so nobody... we give you we, the week one matchups. I don't want that. What do you, what do you I mean? want it individually for each team. Oh, yeah, but, but like, you... you know when I like I don't like it when they reveal the draft and they give you a first round, second round, third round. I like the team. I like the okay. individual teams. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can go look, see who they drafted. But the only yeah. flaw with that going team by team is by the time you get to the Tennessee Titans. You already know the the whole schedule for the rest of the teams. I know, but uh, you think I remember? You no, know? I don't. Actually, I don't I think, think you remember. Uh, here's the deal: when you run the, but what I'm saying is now, obviously, you can do the first round on the first day, and the second and third round on the second day. But on on Saturday, I don't want to see 
uh, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, seventh round. I want to see the synopsis of who everybody drafted, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, okay. And our guy, our slick guy, by the way, I might have to uh, try to take a day off next week so I can go out to see Spielman. So I can go out to take in Spielman's always informative mm-hmm. pre-draft session with the media. Honest Rick is what, what we call What a him. waste of time that is. But uh, anyway. What, you don't think he's going to give you the total, the, the full draft board and where they have people ranked and oh, whatnot? He'll say some uh, silly stuff and uh, we'll laugh. The phone's like, been ringing. He'll have his grades. Yeah, the phone. He'll, he'll have his grades. Yeah, he'll have his. Uh, that he won't give have, us. Did you have a, you got one second. Very minimal, but Logan Morrison making an adjustment. You're a professional baseball player. Okay. That's it. All right, Mr. Baseball. Have a good trip to Winnipeg, you dummy.